Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. This is the Italian Wine Podcast. In today's episode, Carolina Valk will be talking to me, Monty Walden, about her family estate, Elena Valk, which is named after her mother, in Alto Adige in northern Italy. Welcome, Carolina. Hello. Hello, everyone. Just explain a little bit about your, your family history and uh, about your vineyards, please. First of all, we are in Alto Adige. So that's the northernmost wine growing region in Italy. So bordering to Austria and Switzerland. My family estate is actually one of the most historic and most ancient in, in, in the region. So we have been found that the winery was founded in 1869 with my great great grandfather. So fifth generation for me now. A lot of things that have changed when my mother, Elena, married into this family. And she actually was an architect. She was born and raised in Milan. And she soon realized that in Tramin, which is the village that the winery is in, there is nothing else but vineyards surrounding her. So um, she realized also that the family already back then in the early 80s had some of the most unique um, vineyards in the property, but they weren't perhaps quite making the most out of it. So her idea was to vinify all the different vineyards that we had separately, focus on the highest quality possible. So she brought a lot of innovation to the vineyards and the winemaking to finally in 1988 start with her first wine, which actually back then was a Chardonnay. That was that was bottling her own wine for the first time, right? It was, yes, 1988. And um, How was she seen then as, as a woman bottler? Yes. Was no. it difficult being a woman? People or did not like it at all. Really? Um, but what, not what? only was she a woman, but also she was didn't have the training she was an architect by trade and by profession and she was from milan people did not like people from milan so it's a very alternative back then and, and maybe still is sometimes a very traditional region and people like to stick to what they're used to so chauvinistic region is that what you could say or male oriented or it is yes it is. Is it totally. not cha- has it not changed a little bit since then? I mean, how do you feel when you go out yeah. and sell wine? And you know, I think um, um, it has changed a lot. It has improved a lot, but I wouldn't say it's it's equal yet. But I don't mind. You know, it's it's all about what you do and and what you think is right. And and if you're sure about what you do, then I don't care whether you're male or female. But I wouldn't say it's it's. It's equal now at all. So tell me about the region you're in. It, it mm. looks idyllic. You're surrounded by mm. mountains and lakes and the sun seemingly mm-hmm. always shines when you, if I go th- through True. the region on the train. So <laughs> it must be really easy to make wine there. Very easy. <laughs> no, it's not. We're in Alto Adige, northernmost region in Italy. We're lucky to have a lot of sun. Actually, they say 300 days of sunshine. So yes, in that way, it m- might be easy. But um, it is very, very steep. So we are really at the foothills of the Dolomites, which is this huge mountain range that you find in the northern Italy, in northern Italy. And we're just there, meaning we work on extremely um, steep vineyards. And actually one of our, one of the most steepest vineyards there is, and one of our most steepest vineyard is the vineyard of Castellats, which is actually 63 degrees in steepness. So 63, that's a lot. That's like going like, like in Mosel and even, even higher, even steeper. Do, when people so, work in the vineyard, do they have to have like little um, wires to, to... We No, we do not have that because we're lucky enough to have all the vineyard terraces. So obviously, though, we, we cannot work with machinery. So everything you do there is by hand, 
handpicking, obviously, but it's terrace. So that it kind of makes it a little bit easier. Nevertheless, you have to know your way because and and because it is dangerous because it's it's steep. So never forget that. Yeah. So how easy is it to find people to work in the vineyard when they're having to work on even if the slopes are terraced? Mm-hmm. To be out there, you said 300 and 300 odd days of sunshine mm-hmm. years. It's obviously hot. Mm-hmm. It's steep. Yeah. It's stony and rocky. Mm-hmm. Do people really want to, you know, get outside in a vineyard and work, or do they just want to sit in an office? You know, when they are out there and they see the view, they all want to work in the vineyards because it's gorgeous. So it is steep, it is warm, but it is beautiful. And um, so people, I mean, it's people still do it a lot, and it's not not difficult for us to find people working the vineyards, but they know what they're in for they know it's it's in the end it's it's hard work tell me a little bit about some of the the great varieties you mm-hmm. work with particularly those that are sort of italian rather than yes. say french or yes and now we can go, get into an argument about Gewürztraminer, but we call it our variety and we are in the town of tramin and Gewürztraminer meaning the spicy of the town of tramin so we really believe this is the birthplace of the variety and we have been planting this variety for generations really so this is definitely one of our icon wines. It's it's a very aromatic wine, though. What makes our one very special is that, um, and it actually comes from the vineyard of Castellaz that I was just mentioning before. It is that because of this site that is so unique, we get a lot of minerality in there. So yes, it's aromatic on the nose, but on the palate, actually, it's it, the minerality and the saltiness actually comes through. So what's special about the Castellaz single vineyard? It's our um, single vineyard Castellaz. We own the whole hill. So it's really a monopole, as, as you, you could call it. 63 degrees in steepness. And the only hill in the region that is actually 100% south-facing. Now, this is unique because if you know Alto Adige, Alto Adige follows the valley, which runs north-south. And most of the vineyards are hence either follow the valley and they're either southeast or southwest-facing. Well, this is a hill on its own that was formed um, at the with the, the melting of the glaciers and was basically formed as a side wing of, of the melting of the glaciers water and hence it's an agglomeration of different kinds of soils mainly harder rocks what we find there granite a little bit of porphyry and and hence the microclimate that we have there is very unique too so a lot of sunshine during the day but very cold at night time so it's every day we get a, a very strong wind there so it's a very aerated wind that comes down from south very dry um, wind which we hate if you work there, but the grapes love it. And um, so, what, what effect does the dry wind have on the on the skins of the Gewürztraminer grape, and on, on then on the taste of the wine, and even the color of the wine? Yeah, it's 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 drying. It's very much drying, and hence um, you get the wine even more intense. Yeah. Do, you, do you just call that flétri the the grapes? So they shrivel slightly. Yeah, they tri- exactly. So does yeah, that, yeah. that make it difficult to press them to get the juice out? You probably get very Gibbers, low, exactly, low yields, yeah? Yes, Gewürztraminer is one of the varieties that is harder to press. You're totally right. Um, completely different to, say, a Chardonnay. But we do quite a lot of cold maceration with this wine, actually. So before doing the pressing, we do um, a cold maceration for up to eight, nine hours to extract even more from those harder skins. And, um, and only then do the pressing, which, yes, is more hard than so, for other varieties. Cold maceration just means bringing the grapes into a cool cellar, let them cool down. Correct. Before they before they get pressed and the juice Correct. is released and the juice ends up as wine. Well. So that's Correct. one of your single vineyards. Yes. Tell me about the other single vineyard. The other have. single vineyards, talking about indigenous varieties, 
would be the Lagrine. And that is 100% indigenous to Alto Adige. So is that a red or a white grape Lagrine? It is a red grape variety. It's a red, very dark color. It's probably the most beautiful color that you ever see if you see crushed grapes. It's um, very deep purpley and very, yeah, deep. Um, flavors on Lagrine? Yeah, they can. It, it's difficult because Lagrine does not have the identity because you get a lot of different styles. You get the lighter ones. But, and then the, the reserve are the deep, kind of more robust wines. Nevertheless, I would say it's, it's still more on the, on the plum, earthy, mushroominess. Some call it a nice funkiness to the wine. And it's really, really a great wine, a great wine too, especially with food, because you have a high acidity. At the same time, you have strong, grippy tannins. So it's definitely more of a rustic wine, but made in an elegant way, I would say. In terms of sustainability, mm-hmm. um, Trentino is, is is making some great strides in terms of sustainability. Mm-hmm. How does that impact on you? What are you doing that's sustainable? Yeah. And how does that impact on costs, seeing as you're on these yeah. really steep sites yeah. that are very expensive to farm anyway? It is expensive. So we farm all of our vineyards um, sustainable. And on about, we're now on 10 hectares that we actually do um, completely organically too. So it's, it's increasing, but meaning it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of hard work also because we don't only have one one vineyard um, where we have, say, all the machinery and all the work there, but we have we work on a lot of small parcels of land, which are spread out. Just like in Burgundy. Yes. Meaning, you know, on a rainy, just if you know the rain is coming, to, to do everything in just the day before, it's it's hard work to, to manage it from a management point of side. Obviously, also cost increase. We have, though, a very um, profound, I would say, um, sustainable program that we do. First of all, we have realized that the soil is the most important factor when it comes to making high-end wines. We have realized that you have to give the soil back what we have been essentially taking out for the last decades. So soil, um, the work of the soil is, is very important for us. So we do, um, for example, we plant a lot of different kind of um, legumes to increase mineralization, to increase also the... Um, Organi- organic matter into the soil. Exactly, there but you go. These are plants, <laughs> yeah, sown, sorry, sown between the vine rows, which are not eaten. They're just ploughed into the soil every so often and they release food and the, f- and the vines love it. And the vines love it, yes. And so we do that. We have actually, we do our own compost, which um, sounds easy, but it's not. First of all, you have to find the farmer who gives you everything, but then you have to make the compost yourself. Which so when, you can, when you say everything, you're talking about cow, cow manure? Or? We, we use cow manure and we also use the green parts from our own vineyards. And then, yeah, and then we use that, which is uh, most of the people would nowadays, they would just buy, you know, the, the compost, which you can, obviously, but we do it ourselves. So again, that's, that's something that we do. Uh, obviously, we don't use any herbicides anymore. So everything is done mechanically. Again, much more work. It was so easy just to go around and spray everything off. But are your customers asking for that? Or was that something that you as a family, have you, you've made the change because of your own family yeah. views? Or was it partly the market? Or was it a bit of both? You know, I think it's probably a bit of both. But really, it's it's a family estate. And I have to say that um, I have been lucky in the fifth generation to be handed over this very pretty and, um, and and very still healthy vineyards that I see it as a must to hand the vineyards over to the next generation just as good. So it's, it's not a company that needs to make revenue or I mean profits right in, in, in the first year of making it. But it's we know it's, it's if you're in a wine business and if you're a family estate, it's all about the long term. And, and if you buy a vineyard today, actually Alto Adige is one of the most expensive vineyard lands in all of Italy. You go up to one one million dollars euros for one hectare of land. That that's a lot of money 
that you put there. Um, so we know it's not only for the short term, it's all, all the investments are done on the long run. Yeah, it's good to hear someone who's talking, thinking long term in terms of, uh, I mean, it is a long term business, wine production. It's high cost, mm-hmm. big investment, and you can't control the weather, right? You cannot control it. And probably that's also a good thing. I mean, it's good that we leave some things to who knows it better out there. But um, yes, it's something we cannot control. But again, we have been lucky in a way in Alto Adige that we're blessed with sunshine. And, and the key part there is that uh, we have very cold nights and the temperature fluctuations are huge leaving our wines always with a slightly higher acidity and kind of more crispiness than compared to, say, the whites, talking about whites to the other parts of Italy. And um, so it's a, a great region to make wine. We love it. It has the challenges as, as any other part of the world, I guess, too. But it's it's picturesque and unique, yeah. Elena Walk from the Elena Walk Winery. Uh, it's great to hear about your history and also the projects you have in hand for the future. I look forward to visiting you and you can maybe stick me on one of your terrace vineyards for a couple of hours to do some weeding. And, and be prepared because we have just planted a new vineyard, very extreme, on a thousand meters. So we're going higher. So that's uh, extreme winemaking up there, a thousand meters um, south facing. So we're waiting for you to come and visit it. And do the weeding there. <laughs> and do the weeding. All right. Get it's a, ready. <laughs> it's a deal. Thanks for coming in. Thank you so much. Thank you. Follow us at Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook.